are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. Hallelujah. Jesus, I just pray that you'll make your word real to our hearts today. Lord, we, we know, Lord, that your word has, says that it will not return to your void, but it will accomplish that which you determine to accomplish. And so, Lord, we just offer ourselves to you today. May your Holy Spirit minister to every heart. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll talk today about strongholds. First Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, rather, chapter 10, verse 4 to 6 is our starter. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments, or the King James Version says imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Now, a stronghold is a, is a faulty thinking pattern based on lies and deception. Even faulty religious teaching can produce strongholds in our lives. For instance, if I'm a person who says, I believe there are many ways to God, that's a faulty pattern, thinking pattern. It's wrong. But if I really believe that, then when I hear someone say that Jesus is the only way to God, because the Bible says he is the only way to God. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. But if I have a pattern, a thinking pattern that says that all religions, whether you're Muslim or whether you're Hindu, no matter what you are. There are many roads to God. That's wrong. And it becomes a stronghold in my life. Or if I say the Holy Spirit, tongues, prophecy, miracles, are not for today. If I believe that, that becomes a stronghold in my life. And so I will never open myself up to the blessings that God has for me in the area of the Holy Spirit. If I say, I don't need to be born again because my parents baptized me when I was a baby. And so I'm a Christian. Then when I'm presented with the gospel of Jesus Christ, 
And the fact that Jesus said, you must be born again. There's a stronghold in my life that says that's not true. Even though Jesus said it. Even though it's in the Bible. And that becomes a stronghold. And I resist that. Deception is one of the primary weapons of, of the devil. They are building blocks for a stronghold. And they cause us to think in ways which block us from God's best for our life. We can pull down strongholds that Satan has built in our lives. We don't have to allow Satan any kind of a foothold in our lives. We are children of God. Amen? I'm a child of God. I've been set free from those, those things. God desires that we walk in freedom. Pulling down strongholds is the demolishing and the removal of our old way of thinking so that the actual power and presence of Jesus Christ can be manifested through us. Romans chapter 6, verse 16 says, Do you not know that to who you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one's slave whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness? A biblical definition of, of a spiritual stronghold goes like this. The apostle Paul defines a stronghold as any type of thinking that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. He said, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. It's not flesh. It's not human methods of warfare. Okay? But it's mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. It's a, it's a spiritual weapon. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought. When we speak of strongholds, we're not talking about random sins. Okay? We're not talking about random thoughts or occasional sins. We're talking about areas in our life that has us bound in such a way, in such bondage, that we're unable to break through unless we have God's help. What does the Bible say? Romans 6, 6. Knowing this, that your old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, and that we should no longer be slaves to sin. We are no longer slaves to sin. We are no longer slaves to fear. We are children of God, and we've been set free. Jesus, in John chapter 8, 31, says, to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth 
shall set you free. Jesus answered them, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Free from fear. Free from habits. Free from addictions. Free from lust. Free from greed. Free from going by your feelings up one day and down the other. We need to read the word. We need to know the word. We need to believe the word. We need to do the word. That's the way to break down strongholds. We can never down, uh, tear down strongholds without the word of God. You close the book and you say, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to read the Bible, but I'm going to come against the devil in the name of Jesus, and we're going to get some work done here. No, you're not. It doesn't work. The Word of God is the principal thing in your life. It's your guide. It's your compass. It's your manual for living a Christian life. God's Word will set you free. In John chapter 6, verse 63, it is the Spirit that quickens. It's the Spirit that gives life. Okay? The flesh profits nothing. That means human effort accomplishes nothing outside of the Word of God. The words Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. And that's what we need to hold on to. We've got to have the sound of Jesus' voice in our ear, in our spiritual ear, in our inner man. And go by that. And if you're hearing a voice that says something different, then what the Word of God says, you reject that. You rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Amen? He has given us a clear way where we can know the way that we are going is right or wrong. Does it match up with the Word of God? How strongholds are formed in our lives. In order to fully understand how to pull down strongholds, it is important to understand how they take root in our lives. Many strongholds are a result of an accumulation of ungodly attitudes that have ruled our life during our formative years. Many of the things that we are trapped in today as men and women, as adult men and women, come from what has taken place in our lives when we were children. Even if we had the care of loving Christian parents, school years provide a steady stream of experiences and information contrary to the teaching of the Word of God. You and I, we have our precious children with us for such a short period of time. When they get to about six years of age, they're sent off to school. 
And from then on, they are bombarded with lies and deception. And it has an effect. It takes its toll upon them. Then we wonder why, when we send them off to college or university, they come back as young atheists. Yet, many of our opinions about life are, are ours only because we have never really known the truth. We believe the lie. We believe a bunch of lies. And yet we defend our, our opinions as though they were true. Most of us don't know what we're talking about. Proverbs chapter 23, 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. You set up a belief system in your mind, and, and, and even if you begin to even think that maybe you're wrong, most of us are too proud to admit it anyway. This is especially true of unbiblical religious beliefs. It's no wonder that the devil attacks our thought life. Isaiah 55, verse 7 and 8 says, Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thought. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon and he goes on to say, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Faith principles for tearing down strongholds. Spiritual strongholds point to a spiritual warfare. Whether you want to believe it or not, you're in a spiritual warfare. You're in a spiritual battle. There is a plan to destroy you. The devil's plan is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He'll destroy your spiritual walk. He'll try to destroy your family, destroy your children, everything that you hold dear to you. He'll try to destroy it. And if he can set up some strongholds in your life, then that's what he wants to do. And if you give him a foothold, he'll take it gladly. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against uh, uh, powers, the rulers of darkness, of this earth, of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Heaven, in one version says heavenly places. The King James Version says that, in, in heavenly places. But that's not heaven. It's not talking about heaven. It's talking about the spiritual realm, okay? And Ephesians chapter 2, verses 2 and 3 says, Satan is the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. And so this is what we are battling against. It's a spiritual warfare. And it's a chilling thought that you and I, as born-again children of God, can become children of disobedience. We can ignore what God says. We can pick up the offense of somebody else. Somebody is going through a difficult time. Somebody has hurt them. And then you pick up that offense. And before you know it, 
You're allowing bitterness and strife to come into your heart, and discord is in your heart, and you are not able to be used by God the way that he wants you to be used because there's a stronghold there. Just because you figured that you were helping somebody else out by taking up their offense. When your thought life is in agreement with the unbelief and fear and habitual sins, the enemy has a stronghold in your life. Unforgiveness and bitterness and hatred, greed and jealousy, all these things are strongholds. And if the devil can get a stronghold there, he's got a foothold. We must determine not to allow nothing, no one else to shape us. Only God is allowed to shape my life. Deal with unforgiveness. It leads to even stronger strongholds. If not dealt with, those strongholds will become things that will hold you back from enjoying the presence of God. Many of us, we just go through the motions of religion, not experiencing the fullness of the Spirit. It is refreshing to see you guys as you're opening up to God and allowing Him to move in your life. You're finding out that there's more to serving God than just coming and warming a seat. You can enter in and you can worship God and you can praise Him and allow His Spirit to flow in your life. The devil is not afraid of you for your information. It is Christ in you that makes him tremble. Amen? The more you allow Jesus Christ to move in your life by his Holy Spirit, the stronger you will be as a Christian, the more power you will exercise against the demonic forces that try to destroy you and try to destroy your family and your friends and your neighbors. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. You see, victory begins with the name of Jesus on our lips. Are you troubled by fear and resentment, depression, and sinful thoughts? Tell it to Jesus. Tell it to Jesus. Are you troubled by apathy, lukewarmness, lust, and shame? Tell it to Jesus. James 4, 7 says, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. When you have those thoughts that try to lead you astray, tell it to Jesus. Submit to him. And you watch the devil fly away. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Living a life of faith destroys unbelief. As sober, be sober, be vigilant. First Peter says 5 and 9. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brothers in the world. You may think sometimes that... Nobody else is going through what you're going through. Nobody else has the, has the problems that you have. 
Oh, I'm sure Pastor Hayward never, dis- never experienced this kind of a thing in his Christian walk. Don't kid yourself. We're all cut from the same cloth. But oh, praise God. One day I went to Jesus and I asked him to come into my heart. And he changed my life. I've often told you before, but let me just say it again. There wasn't a half a dozen people outside of my family that I liked. I hated a lot of people. I had resentment. And I was out for revenge. And I didn't care how I got it. But the day that I asked Jesus Christ into my heart, he saved me. He changed me. I can truly say that the word of God is true. Any man in Christ, when a man becomes in Christ, he's a new creature. He's a new creation. All things are passed away and all things become new. How could I? How could I? who was feeling that way with that kind of an attitude, come to Jesus Christ, and overnight my attitude was changed. Jesus did a change. It's a spiritual thing that happens in your life. You can get rid of those things, friends. And instead of hatred and resentment against the people, I had a love for them. There's no denying I may have been able to say I had a right to feel the way I did against people. But whatever right I had, when I gave my life to Jesus, I gave up all of my rights to become a part of his family. And now I'm a child of God, and I've been set free. Praise the Lord. I've got to finish this up right quick. I've got five minutes here. You expose the lies of the enemy with truth. Okay? Every time. If someone quotes the word of God to you, you look into that word. First of all, you see, is it what the word actually says? Is it being misquoted? But if, it's, if the word says what they say it said, you can believe it. It's truth. Allow the truth to, f- to fill your heart and your mind. To overcome that lie that has been fed to you. No, long, no matter how long you've been believing it. John chapter 8, verse 31 to 36. Jesus tells us that we can be held in bondage due to strongholds in our lives And he gives us the solution. And this is it. Continue in my word. And you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Amen. Continue in his word. Now, that doesn't mean pick up the Bible, read it once. And then forget it. I have had to read the Bible over and over and over again. Many, many times I have started in January and went through and read the Bible through in every year. For years I've done that. And I still don't know half of the truths that are there. Paul continues with similar advice. 
Romans chapter 2, 12, rather verse 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Fill your mind with the word of God. That's how to renew your thinking. Fill your mind with the word. So now, the quickest conclusion in history. Strongholds are torn down as we use the mighty spiritual weapons that God has given us. Our primary weapon, offensive weapon, is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Ephesians 6, 17. It's living, it's powerful, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. Next and equally important is faith. If you believe, all things are possible for you if you believe. Amen? The next equally important is the Spirit baptism, the Holy Spirit baptism. You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you, Acts 1 and 8. And the next equally important is prayer, prayer of faith. Prayer of faith shall save the sick, heal the sick, and the sick shall recover. And if they have, if they have committed sin, they shall be forgiven. Amen. Hallelujah. But last but not least, put on the whole armor of God, which can be summed up in one short sentence, put on Christ. Ephesians 6, 10 to 11 and 13 to 18 says, Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Stand therefore, having your lines girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness and the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Amen. And Jesus is our whole armor. He is our truth. He is our righteousness. He is our, uh, our gospel of peace. He is our faith. He is our salvation. And he is the Spirit, the Word, the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Pray, and then he says, pray in the Spirit at all times, on every occasion, Stay alert and be persistent in your prayer for all believers everywhere. Amen. So when do you plan to deal with strongholds in your life? Are there any strongholds in your life? When do you plan to deal with them? I've got a suggestion. Let's deal with it now. Right here. Right now. Today, this morning, if you've got strongholds, why don't you come? We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Holy Community Church, a place where families come together.